Hello, we're the T-Bone Boys. I'm Michael. And I'm not. Except I am, and I messed up the script. Anyway, welcome back to the podcast. Can you believe it's semi-finals already? I love a semi. Oh, we know, David. Now, it was Patisserie Week in the tent this week. A classic week with some less than classic challenges. And of course, we said a fond farewell to Yanush. Our king. But spoilers, spoilers, we'll dive right into the episode after a wee ad break. Capitalism and all that. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So, as always, before we dive into this week's episode, we're going to take a quick 30 seconds on last week. David, your time starts right now. It was pastry week. They did volivants, which were all quite flat and weren't very good, but shabiras were really good. Classic. Um, technical was spring rolls, and they were really thick, not very pastry-like, and Janusz lost his roll. And... Uh, Oh, showstopper. I was doing so well this you week. Were doing, you got 10 the seconds. The showstopper was something pastry. Oh, it's like tall things. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't no. tall it things. It was like a pie scape. You got a four. pie scape. Um, and Maxie's feeler was really soft and she went home. Yeah, and 30 she seconds. seconds. It, was, it, was, it, was, it was accurate, if not a little boring. But thank you for that. There was no oh, fun in that at all. Really. I wasn't going for fun, Michael. I was, going for, I was actually wanting to do it properly this week. That rings true, considering you're on our series, doesn't it, really? Not going for fun, but <laughs> just doing your best. <laughs> I'm just naturally fun. Mm, tell that to your edit. Right, so this week, before we went in, did you notice that Janusz hadn't ironed his t-shirt? He still had, you know, we have a t-shirt folded in a bag from the shop and it still has those like creases down it. He had those? Well, I'll tell you who didn't. Abdul, with Abdul. his brushed cotton, soft purple t-shirt. Oh, it's cool, isn't it, dude man? <laughs> isn't it chill? What a chill, lovely t-shirt. Prue was wearing an oil slick as a blouse this week. <laughs> she was. Which yeah. is nice. It looked like one of those marble paint things you do when you were kids and you dip the paper in. Indeed. And then Sandro in white again, inexplicably. Yeah. Is that the third week he's done white and creams and off-white? I have to say it was tens across the board for Shabira, though. What a lovely dress she had on this it week. It was. Very fantastic. nice shoulders on it, I thought. I did worry, though, because when she does the dress-down hoodies, she tends to be more calm. Mm. But I think she still kept the calm going. Oh, there's a lot of tension this week. We'll get to that. The first challenge... Well, can I just say, Michael, oh. before we get to that is... We have to explain to everyone that we were running on a base level of tension because Michael's cat, he's only recently had a cat. So obviously she's indoors at the moment and she ran out of the flat. Yes. So we did start off at a bit of tension. She sat over on the chair now. So she is, she's looking quite fine, the horrible little witch. But yes. we spent two and a half hours yelling her name up and down my street. Yeah, so we had quite... our stress hormones at quite a high level before the episode started. So you can only imagine what it's been like now. It's quite a lot. I've had to have a couple of glasses of wine just to kind of cool myself <laughs> down before we start. We will move on um, with the horrible little girl in the corner who's just sleeping as if nothing's happened. Oh, she's gorgeous though. She is gorgeous, but I... 
she's in my bad book. She's in the doghouse tonight. Um, she wouldn't like that. Signature was six identical mini Charlottes in two and a half hours. What do you think on that? It once again is a tough one. I think we slightly disagreed with a few of the things here. I thought again there was not quite enough time. I think there probably wasn't enough time, but there was just enough time if nothing went wrong to get everything sorted because you had to get your your cake baked and cooled as well as your mousse made and set. And I think you can do that just in that time. Yeah, which is the magic of Bake Off that reducing the time as much as possible to still get the tension. Mm. However, with the thing where you're meant to be able to decorate really exquisitely, I don't think you have enough time for that. It'd yeah. be nice with Patisserie Week to see them tackle a bit more elevated decoration, maybe. Yeah, I mean, they had two and a half hours and that was Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. That was good. I wasn't expecting that at all. <laughs> so we'll let's go through the bakes. We had Abdul finally getting some screen time this week. Very nice of the editors to finally kind of give us some Abdul yep. content. Man. Um, Semi-finals and we finally get to see Abdul. And he did a good job. I mean, that pistachio tiramisu, we watched it for the first time together this week. And I think both our mouths are watering, right? Yes. That was sounded incredible. Simple, but effective. Honestly, I just put, put all of that in me <laughs> right now. Put whatever Abdul's got in Michael. But <laughs> the thing of this tiramisu is it's not particularly a sophisticated dessert. Like usually it's in a dish, isn't it? Um, so I did worry about that to start off with. But then sometimes simplicity is perfection. Right. And I mean, we're jumping ahead to the judging, but I felt like there were no really bad criticisms about his. Apart from it looked a bit rugged, but like... The cutaway was beautiful. It looked stunning. And why was there no handshake? Shabira got one for that haunted apple back in Halloween week yeah. with the outside looking a bit so kind of crusty. Maxi. So did Maxi, famously. Apparently you hate Maxi, RIP. We don't hate Maxi, we love Maxi. We don't at all. But obviously... But Abdul's was... I, I mean, they said, like, if you've got flavor 10 out of 10 and it didn't look bad especially because i know we, we really have jumped ahead but with the other judging other people's didn't look that amazing either i really well, think abdul's was on exactly the same power as everyone else's you can't make a charlotte look that pretty really it looks how it looks i thought he deserved a handshake there i think he was um robbed it looked like right at the end he was about to put a ribbon on and maybe because he didn't get the ribbon on they marked what him down. What was with the ribbons? <laughs> it must, you said it must have been in the brief because they were all tying their Charlottes with ribbons. And even Abdul had a ribbon. He just didn't get it on in well, time. Do people normally wear ribbons? I mean, Charlottes normally wear ribbons. Is that a thing? Maybe. Janusz was making plum and dark chocolate with hazelnut custard, which sounded nice, I thought, overall. I enjoyed him cursing uh, Shabira during the episode, which did backfire <laughs> a little. But um, yeah. that was fun. That was good. I like that he said, um, can I have someone's finger? <laughs> which is me at the end of a night out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and don't touch my plums as well. Don't touch Another my one that plums. I wrote down from him. Don't touch Yanish's plums. I disagree that it looked untidy, personally. That was a strange one. They came to him first, said it looked untidy. And I think it probably looked neatest out of everybody's maybe. Yeah, I didn't didn't quite agree with much of the judging this week, to be fair. Plum and dark chocolate, I think sounds nice enough. A really good combination. I mean, yeah. Also, if you're going to struggle with decoration, just throw flowers on it. It does make it look pretty. Do you remember when Dawn brought in like a couple of bushes just yeah. to cut her flowers fresh? <laughs> Sandro, who is desperate to quote, go all the way, like me on a first date. He's not um, happy with the semi. <laughs> he's not happy with a semi at all. We'll get to his semi in the technical. With Sandro, it comes again. I struggle when you see like the naked competitiveness of someone. And once again, every single challenge he's on, he's like, I'm not happy with going to the semis. I want to get to the final. I'm not happy with not having a handshake. I'm desperate on a handshake. It's like, just enjoy doing the bake, Sandro. Yeah, I think that kind of backfired a little bit on him because he kind of cracked a bit and we saw a bit of vulnerability towards the end, which was so lovely to see, actually. And that's kind of what we want all the way through the series is to kind of see that kind of the human behind all the competition. I mean, I thought his praline caramel and nut 
Charlotte sounded really delicious. And um, banana. He always and takes banana. too much and yeah. tries to cram it all in. He said he was uh, trying to be quick with filling, which is a uh, <laughs> story of my life. <laughs> and uh, Prue said that it was rich and strong, which sums up my ideal date, really. But I thought overall, quite good. Overall, quite good. One little thing was in the judging, uh, and it was after the judging, because Prue really liked his banana cake, and he said, that's my recipe. So they're all meant to be our recipes, Sandro. Like, <laughs> what, the other one's been, Sandro? Should we talk <laughs> <Yeah>. about that? <laughs> Where's he got the other ones from? <laughs> BBC Good Food, we all did that. Yeah, and Paul's book, When They Go Wrong. Um, so Shabira, Shabira, whose flavours do not lie. Peanut butter, blackberry and strawberry cheesecake. Apparently a lot of funny flavours there. You made some snorts. Well, I mean, who has not made peanut butter and jelly if you're American, jam sandwiches. It's one of the most classic combinations right. ever known to humans. How what else do you think, weird... David? What else do you think? Tell us the hater. You hate her? Drag I... her. What, Prue? Yeah. Oh, it's Paul as well. <laughs> I just don't understand. It's it's true. To be fair, she's brought flavours that they don't know throughout the competition. I think it's becoming a bit of a trope where they say it for every single thing because this week wasn't really that. So you hate Paul? Yeah, and Prue. And Prue. Yeah, yeah it does agree with everything they say. But love Shabira. Shabira, honestly though, I, I, we're making fun of it a bit, but I mean, I was like, are you joking? These are classic flavours. Yes, they're a little bit the jam. She hasn't done raspberry. She's done blackberry. But like those flavours sounded divine. And peanut yeah. butter in a mousse is always just like stunning 10 out of 10 and she was also helping out Janusz as well did you see her cakes looked really soft as well like she it's very (laughs) difficult to be able to make even though you were looking (laughs) didn't think her dress went up that high (laughs) (laughs) it's really difficult to make when you've got a charlotte to make it so that the the cake isn't a little bit rubbery hers looked really i think she was actually in the savoy biscuits yeah they said yeah um why is it always a lady finger what's wrong with a man's finger true i don't know or two. Um, mm. In the technical, uh, they had to make four identical chocolate, hazelnut and raspberry vertical tarts in two hours. Again, two hours. I actually did like this challenge. Mm. I think that um, it was very patisserie, very kind of fancy. But yeah. two hours. Two hours is tight. Like that is super tight. And can we also say that when the perfect, perfect ones Just came out. as you are, really. The, <laughs> when the perfect, perfect ones came out, the raspberry jelly looked pretty rubbery. It looked like it could bounce off the floor, didn't it, really? Yeah. I felt this would be a really good signature. Yes. Like a really good signature because they can try different flavours out, different techniques of doing things and finding different ways of kind of flipping it onto its side. All of that would be perfect. It just felt like, actually, it was quite a good technical to be fair the tension was right there we were both kind of on the edge of our seats shouting at the telly yeah the sides of the tent being down as well did you notice sandro's recipe nearly blow away yes people don't realize when they take the kind of the the windows off the sides of the tent the wind coming through there is something awful and having to kind of weight everything down on your counter yeah it just depends which side of the tent you're on it was an intense intense challenge and you could see that janush and sandro were really kind of breaking down with it Abdul- oh, janush we were breaking down with janush oh. he was gonna give me a stomach ulcer it was awful. Abdul seemed to have shared a Xanax with um with Shabira though, because they both seemed quite calm, man. Like they were having a nice time, dude. Abdul got his gloves out again. He did get his, glo- his gloves. Maybe that's what back. it is. He's got something in those gloves that just calms him down. I still don't know the name of that tortoise from Finding Nemo, but he's giving us that. Janusz having rice. I love the the classic jump cut of him going like, why do I have rice? And then the jump cut to Shabira <laughs> showing you why they all had rice. Um, and he didn't line his pastry. No. Oh. I don't know how he managed to get that pastry without the rice all stuck into the middle of it. It felt like he was just making silly mistakes, which he, in hindsight, will have been frustrated with because we all know he, how good he is at baking. Yeah. It must have been really frustrating. And as he said, one crack and you're out. One crack and you're out, Tim. <laughs> 
Indeed. I also really enjoyed Shabira basically weeping into the pastry going, I hope I could smash it actually, <laughs> which was just gorgeous. I liked Shabira because basically we did some baking today and Michael was telling me his way of folding. And scoop, when, pat, pat. scoop, pat, pat. Shabira did not do the scoop, pat, she pat. She was not scoop, pat, She patting. just beat it into a ganache. She did. It was quite a firm wrist, I thought, on, on Shabir, which yeah. I wasn't expecting. And Abdul. He's got a firm wrist. Oh, it's always good to know. In fact, when Abdul's, when it was the judging, Paul said, the big problem for me is it's too stiff. He likes it flaccid. He does. He likes, a, he likes, it, likes a slack, doesn't he? <laughs> he likes a slack one, doesn't he, Paul? Um, a soft slack one. And Sandro, not very familiar with a semi, apparently, slicing his um, in half. <laughs> unfamiliar with a semi yeah is Alessandro <laughs> bless him like it's one of those things we've all done it like you just read it wrong and for some reason your brain doesn't quite switch into gear yeah we were both screaming at the tv on this one <laughs> so much and then when Abdul was cutting out his um acetate oh yeah and it was like both of us yelling the entire way through like oh my gosh this is interesting this one because they've obviously been really told not to look at each other because they're not mm. that far away yeah. and I remember in ours you would sometimes have times where you, you were struggling but you could just look over at someone else, whereas they really are focused that on... That what we were yelling at the telly. We were like, Sandro, just look at Shabira. Just look yeah. somewhere else. Always look at Shabira because she's amazing. I mean, it did feel like... like I mean, we criticised a challenge that there wasn't enough time, but we were so invested the whole way through. Yeah. Like, the stakes were high. And I agree with you that it probably was an okay challenge because they all did manage to bring something up. Like, I was thinking at one point... Yanush wasn't going to have any pastry. Sandra's was just going to be a mess. But they all had a pretty decent. And that's tempered chocolate in that time. Yeah. And when Shabira was like, oh, mine's not shiny enough, I was like, that's the least of your worries. <laughs> have you seen what's happening behind you? I think you're all right. Have you got any rice in yours? I think you'll be fine. I think you'll be all right. So at the bottom, we had Sandro. Uh, third from bottom, which is third place, was Yanush. Second place was Abdul. And of course, first place goes to. Our Shabs, our Lady Shabs. Who, Shabira, Shabira. Shabira, Shabira. And Yanush was basically aware that he was on the chopping block before that last ad break, wasn't he? Yeah. Talking of ad breaks, um, I know the US viewers don't get to see this, but in the UK, we have an ad uh, break for, is it Sainsbury's? Yes, yeah, Sainsbury's. Where yeah. they basically do the, is this cake or is this a Sainsbury's? product not to give them all this airtime but it's the best part of the episode for me michael gets so excited people like honestly <laughs> he's kind of like rushing the judging on come on come on david you watching you watching i'm like what are you watching for and it's the ad break cake no no come there no cake <laughs> they are very game. good to be fair it's a great game um anyway moving on to the showstopper so this had to be a visually spectacular take on the nordic kraken which is like a like a marzipani biscuit. Actually, it's like amaretti biscuits, which mm. actually, if you go onto our Patreon, there is a recipe for this week and we didn't even know this was happening. We were baking them today. We were baking them today. They had to be 60 centimetres tall at a minimum and they had four hours. So 60 centimetres is 23 inches. And if you just work that out in kind of five to eight inch segments, that's quite a lot. But why would you work it out in five? It's just, um, uh, just how I tend uh, to <laughs> picture things. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, is this so, patisserie? Yeah, biscuit week. It's this is a biscuit week challenge. It's a biscuit week. I mean, it would be tough to do this in biscuit week because it's, it's a, week two. It's but... a great challenge. I hundred percent love the challenge. But like patisserie week should not involve more than one or two pieces of food coloring. No, and considering they are the first people to pick people up each year when they don't make it patisserie enough me then it's a bit harsh that they then set them a challenge which is just biscuits i did enjoy though you the whole way through this whole challenge this whole week being like oh, is that patisserie and i'm like david you famously just made a layered cake and just made it small and claimed it was patisserie patisserie <laughs> i thought it was a brilliant brilliant challenge and i loved the stakes of it i thought the ideas of the tastes and the flavors and the structure brilliant it just wasn't 
patisserie to me. Mm. And also what we didn't see is obviously in the brief, it was saying that you couldn't have any external structures because actually in Bake Off recently, we've been seeing these incredible bakes, but they've got quite a lot of like uh, structures and scaffolding and things running through them. Yeah. They had nothing like Shabira's. Absolutely. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Before we do, what do we think of almond or almond? Almond. Are you an almond? Yeah. I quite like almonds too, but when people say almond, I think they sound quite classy. Yeah, it does sound quite posh. I sometimes say almond if I feel like people aren't going to hear me properly because of Yorkshire, I say almond. Uh, I think everyone does say almond. Like an almond. Anyway, that's one for your feedback, please, listeners. Batch baking for this one as well. They had to do a lot of batch baking and that's rough because it gives you no time in between putting something in the oven to do the other bits. So you kind of make one batch, put it in the oven, start doing half of a bit of marzipan, then go back into the oven and there's no time for thinking. And if things start going wrong, it's a downward spiral. Yeah, absolute disaster. That's what happened to me in our week seven because you have to do the grilled cake which was batch baking and it was a nightmare because your brain just can't catch up but they were kind of acting like abdul was going to be having a nightmare because he was still baking till the end but realistically he had all of his stuff done yeah he was just making all the elements then assembled it in the last 30 minutes and he wasn't doing as much decoration like he a lot of them were uh, spending quite a long time doing icings and things whereas he wasn't doing that he was very chilled again though going over to i think it was sandro's bench being like dude what temperature are you baking at I'm like surely you should know what temperature you're going for abdul <laughs> yeah, bare minimum it's quite a bare minimum thing to ask but his did sound delicious pistachio marzipan orange marzipan and the structure looked great and it just he wanted to do a spaceman oh i loved love loved apples and thought it was really clever with the um stencils underneath yeah for uh, sure. it was really intricate kind of piping uh, you love an intricate pipe, don't you? An intricate top. But he, <laughs> Abdul was really, really good this week. I thought that was his, I mean, coming to the judging, but his baked biscuits were baked perfectly. Yeah, they had, you could see the kind of texture in the middle, that chewiness with that crunchy exterior sounded And incredible. it looked very classy. His stained glass bits, it wasn't just like brightly coloured slabs of like glass. It was really classy. Yeah, he really thought about it. Talking of intricate piping, um, Sandra was aiming for that too. The Tom Hovey illustration that we saw, so the kind of picture when they say, here's what he's going to do, looked very different from what he'd drawn on his piece of paper. Did you notice? Yeah, it did, because wouldn't, you wouldn't have been able to tell the map of Africa from his drawing. No, well, so, the, so I think what Tom Hovey's drawn is based on what he actually made rather than what he was aiming at. Ah, um, yes. Because it yeah, felt yeah. like it kind of went a little bit wrong for him. I enjoyed Prue saying, I'll be surprised if Sandro finishes something, something, reaching completion, something, something. <laughs> something very dark caramel for him yeah that was burnt it was a yeah, very black caramel and the the dough I, it was really nice here that it actually was very tasty because it wasn't very pretty like the speckly dough with the uh, freeze-dried fruit running through. yeah i think he was saved by his flavors and textures i mean his red sugar isomalt um just kept drooping down which does happen to all of us but in the end it just looked quite messy i thought yeah and when it fell off i was just thinking well it'd be better without it because it didn't look very good anyway but i did feel for him it was quite nice and it sounds awful but it's, it was quite nice seeing him kind of struggle a bit it gave a bit of vulnerability to him which i think was really important especially leading into next week for him yeah so janush little gay agenda doing the good work i mean great lovely to see this they mentioned the pride flag and then here they started talking about the blue and pink hearts and i was like just say transgender just say transgender and they did and that's amazing that i mean realistically janush managed to make them say those words on a huge scale which is great for bake off we love you even more for it janush right absolutely iconic i did think it was funny that he was saying his uh colors weren't very patisserie it's like well it's not a patisserie week anyway that's fine too much (laughs) i liked his involuntary drip even when he wasn't putting one in (laughs) there was a drip did you see it during when they did a shot of his cake something fell just his final drip he's always got to get a drip in there (laughs) he did all right it was great 
he's done better, but he didn't do badly either. Like, I think he can hold his head up high. Like, nothing went wrong. Oh, definitely. It was, I think it, it was a really strong week across the board, I think, for all of them. Mm. But talking about people doing all right. Shabira. 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 She's oh. a bit of all right. <laughs> that double helix is like nearly breadline, Kathak. Oh. That was just... I genuinely think that's potentially one of the best bakes I've seen on Bake Off, considering yeah. all of the structure It was biscuit was rods. Biscuit rods. Genius. Um, absolutely. I mean, they seem more sturdy than my current mental health supports. So if she's able to send some over, that would be absolutely lovely. When they actually announced that one before she's even starting it, both of us had our mouths open. And I looked like, across Whoa. at my mind like, she's not doing that. That's yeah, not going to happen. Like, incredible. I like that she said, if I muffed it, I might not make it to the final. What's muffing? <laughs> I don't How know. How does one muff? Is that something that lesbians do? Probably. Shibira brought our little step stool. It looked like the one you had from your mum's house. <laughs> where we had the little. Ago. Yeah. <laughs> And she was using a spirit level as well. I was about to say it's the Maysam school of using the wrong equipment, but it was all the correct equipment. She had a spirit level. She had a, a tape measure. She had a stool. She was going for it this week. She had gloves. It's she amazing how gloves. they both have different color gloves, Abdul and Shabira. But Shabira also clearly had gloves that were too small for her hands because there was a massive flap in the middle of the hand, of the palm. Sorry for using the word flap, by the way. <laughs> what a horrible word that is. Mm. Um, I've written just down, wow, 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 wow. Yeah. Just absolutely incredible all the way through impressive so star baker of the week was our boy abdul i've been rooting for him in many ways uh, since since before the first week this is it i think you predicted well no you loved abdul and been wanting him all the way through and win. you predicted to, to win, that too. <laughs> and you predicted that yanu should be the one that went in the semi-final i'm very clever actually i don't like to talk about it too much but it's nice of you or to a finally savant. recognize what does a savant mean Someone that predicts the future. Is it? I think so. Sounds like a custard. Um, <laughs> but uh, the look at Shabir, did you see the, the look that Yanush did at Shabir when it was like, Star Baker is and Yanush yeah. went, you? And it was like, no, no. <laughs> no, it's Abdul. <laughs> what well, was so lush though, you could tell it was really sad for everyone to see Yanush go and Prue even looked quite teary. But mm. bless Yanush, even when they were like holding out attention, he was nodding, being like, it's okay, it's fine. And it was also really, really nice to see that Abdul... Because they keep on saying, that, oh, he's not won anything, he's not yeah. had a handshake, blah, 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 all the way through. And he was so happy to get stabbed. So deserving. I mean, Janusz, we're going to miss you so much next week, but you'll be there anyway because it's the party. And what's actually better is when you leave, you get to go and have drinks um, while everyone else has a horrible time in the tent. So, I mean, who's the real winner here? Hint, it's you. Um, so going into next week, we have Shabira with three star bakers. We have Sandro with one and Abdul with one. What are our predictions? Shabira. I I really want Shabira to win. I think Shabira is to lose. I'm not sure they would let Abdul win because he missed that one week. Oh, yeah. You the always COVID think of these clever things. Uh, I would love him to win. I would love, do you know what? Yeah. They, they, they all deserve it. It's just whether they get it or not. And it's all kind of luck of the draw of the day. So we have our finalists. Congratulations to Shabira, Abdul and Sandro. Yes, indeed. It's going to be quite a tight final, I reckon. But they're all tops at this point, aren't they? Mm, a couple of them have definitely bottomed, though. Versatile tops, perhaps. <laughs> Let's move on before we get too deeply into that. As next week is the final, we at the Sticky Bun Boys are going to be crowning our very own Miss Congeniality for the season. So do get in touch with who you think deserves the prize for winning our hearts. Now, last week's taste test seems to have split listeners right down the middle. As it were. <laughs> but this week's taste test is a bit less controversial, I think. It comes from Gareth, who says red velvet is not a flavour, it's just a colour. Okay, you've got about 30 seconds to mull that one over, and we'll see you on the other side of these ads. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Right, Michael, I don't think this is very controversial. What do you think? Red velvet, flavor, or color? It's not just controversial, it's just a fact. It's a color. A red velvet cake is just a vanilla cake with a tiny bit of cocoa and you just throw some red food coloring into it, no? Yes, I think probably the issue comes with the fact that the original red velvet cake was using a specific type of cocoa that reacts with an acid that makes it go red so it's more chocolatey. But you're right, now it's just red food coloring. It's just a claggy cake. See, science is boring even when David says it, kids. Right, inbox time. What's not boring are people sending us messages, Michael. We continue to bulge, don't we? We do. This one has actually come from Hands Off. That's their name. And you'll see why. Why has no one ever talked about Paul's gnarly nails? (laughs) During pastry week, on Paul's close-ups, all you see are dirty, bitten and gnawed nails that look like they've been manicured by a wood chipper. You know, they're regularly in his mouth. I wouldn't want him touching anything in my kitchen or anywhere else for that matter. I can already hear Michael's innuendos. (laughs) From Hands Off. (laughs) Honestly, I don't think I have have ever looked at his hands in that much detail. I try not to look at Paul when he's on TV. I bite my nails though. Does that make me gnarly? I know, I was thinking the same thing. I I have to say, when I was on Bake Off, I tried... Michael's biting his nails now. I'm biting them now thinking about it. (laughs) I tried to keep my nails nicer because I knew I was going to be on TV. But he also has wardrobe, hair, makeup, all that kind of stuff. He doesn't have an excuse. And he doesn't do anything. Why is he nervous? What's he nervous for? But is he nervous or has he just got dirty nails? Bit oh, dirty, know. bitten, and not. Yeah. I mean, to me, he does nothing all week. Go and get a manicure, Paul. You're going to be on TV. Oh, okay then. That's what David thinks. Right. Mikey's next. Good name. Mikey says, loving the podcast, boys. I can see both your cheeky faces as you laugh at each other's jokes. Oh. We love you, Mikey. Oh, there's a good little pun coming here. I'm going to come in all buns glazing. Oh, very nice. And ask for your advice. Well done, Mikey. Very pleasing. 
I'm a little over novice at baking and need to bake a little cake. Little over novice. I think he means like a little bit better than a novice. So kind of like middle, oh, little over. mid-range. What yeah. listeners won't know is that David has tried to read this out five times. So we're beginning <laughs> to lose the beginning of the sentence. I wasn't sure what he meant, meant to say of a novice. But no, it's an it, over. It does say I'm like, a little over novice. Like I'm presuming a bit better. Opposed to an under novice. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And I need to bake a cake for my best friend's birthday. She's slightly in denial as she's hitting the big 3-0, as Michael is soon. And so I need something that reflects her youthful vibrance. Okay, like quickly, you, is June soon? It feels like quite a long way away at this point. Well, yeah, she's soon, but you're, well, no, next next is 30, though. Next is 30, but I'm still in, like, this half of 29, I feel. Yeah, I'm turning 40 before you're turning 30. Yeah. But anyway, Haggard. you have, yeah, but he's, old man. but youthful vibrance. You need to reflect a youthful <laughs> vibrance. Also, Michael, if you're single, I'd love to bake some buns for you, too. Oh, well, I don't think I could date a Michael. I feel like it might oh, be a bit yes. much, do you know what I mean? Mikey, you do Michael. find that same-sex couples have this problem, don't they? Like, they, you don't want to have the same name. It just gets a bit... What you don't want Ma- to be referred to as the Michaels are coming for dinner, do you? But he's Mikey, and you always are Michael. I used to be Mikey when I was younger. I okay, used to be no, Mike. Then. And then I, but I don't think I've ever been a Mike. I think Mike can, like, bleed a radiator, and I yeah. don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> you definitely you know don't what I mean. like a Mike. Yeah, he's a, scaffold- a Mike. He could build scaffolding. Yes, he's a scaffolder. Sure. Yeah, like, or a plumber. Like, the male equivalent of Shabira would be a Mike. Yeah. You know? Um, but I'm definitely a Michael. But on the dating side, well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> if you're on our only <laughs> well, plans, you might hear a bit more about that. Okay, oh. you two. Michael, Mikey, stop it. Okay. Right. The cakes. She's turning 30. She wants something to reflect her youthful vibrance. And they're just over novice. What would they bake? I'm going to say a red velvet cake. No, sabotage. no. Sabotage. <laughs> I would, if you're just over novice, don't like over egg the pudding, as it were. Just do like a Victoria sponge, but throw in some flavours and it sounds more exciting than it is. Yeah. And if you do one of the kind of, when you, you know, when you're icing, it's just like the naked cake thing. It's really mm, simple. Semi. It's actually easy to do. Yeah. Semi-naked. Semi-naked. I would do like a basic bitch Victoria sponge, but like throw in like... Some cardamom. We're saying do a semi-naked basic bitch. Semi-naked basic bitch. There you go, Michael. Right. Dan says, loving the podcast, like every other person with taste in the world. I like that. So when I read these out, I skip out the compliments, but I love that you read them out. (laughs) Oh, do you? Yeah. It just builds me up. Loving the podcast, like every other person with taste in the world. Yes, Dan. Can you talk more about normalizing anal? I can't believe it's still talked about as a joke, even amongst the gays. And yet straight sex is just sex. Also, sorry for the past nine weeks of this uh, <laughs> this podcast. We've oh, kind of yeah. made anal jokes every single week. But it is true. Yeah. Like, it's interesting that we even still call it anal rather than just sex because it's just sex. And it's true what Dan's saying because between gay people, we still say anal instead of just saying sex. It is weird. But then I also think like perhaps... This is me just thinking off the cuff here, but like gay people often use the word sex to refer to so many other things like anal isn't all about, isn't the only thing in sex. And like you look at sides, for example, who don't have anal at all. And that's perfectly valid. That is also sex. So perhaps people talking about anal in that way has been just because they're trying to make sure that you know exactly what happened. It is tough. That's just oversharing. That's the issue. (laughs) Yeah. And it is generally like as you're growing up, I know for me, some of my internalized homophobia still looks at some of these things like other people would look at them. Mm. So there probably is, I probably need to liberate my mind a bit more. Yeah, it is weird though, isn't it? Because it is just sex. It's all just yeah. sex. And also straight people do it too. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Probably not as good at it, but... Thank you, Dan. Preach. <laughs> so finally, from Brooke. Hi, Sticky Bum Boys. Oh, there's no compliment here. <laughs> I lo- I'm just going to add one in. I love you guys. <laughs> You're doing great, David. <laughs> let's see if you can get through this one in one take. Right, let's go. Hi, Sticky Bum Boys. I don't know if you would call this a dating disaster, but it was super icky. Two Halloweens ago, the guy I was seeing's family hosted a murder mystery dinner. 
he had to play some gambling mystery man and chose his in real life cousin to play his wife instead of me. Turns out he was in an ancestral, ins- oh, I didn't, incestual didn't cult the whole time. Oh, that's the last time. The lead. <laughs> <laughs> that's the last time I went out with a guy younger than me. Don't know how his I mean, age is. Relevant. I know that's kind of a, not everyone who's young is part of an incestual also, cult. Well, I don't know. I can't speak up from experience on that one. I would. Why? Because you're not young. I've not asked any young people whether they're part of an incestual. Cult. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have to bleep that. <laughs> It'd be inappropriate oh, to ask young people about that, wouldn't it? <laughs> <sighs> oh, I've gone all warm. <laughs> oh, it's a well, I think despite the bleep, in. people can probably understand <sighs> what I accidentally said there. Um, <clears throat> I haven't asked any young people whether they're part of an ancestral cult before. But I don't think it's weird for a cousin to play your like wife in a murder mystery. But it kind of is if you've got the chance to have your girlfriend play your but wife. But your girlfriend might be playing something more fun. That's like, true. Like a like a French mime. I guess maybe now because of the way she told the story, I'm picturing like him kind of kissing his cousin. I don't think that and, like taking that it might... quite, maybe having sex in the marital bed. That and... says more about you, I think, than it does about anyone else. <laughs> well, but Michael, I, I do have to tell you that my grandparents were first cousins. Okay, we're not going to unpick that one. That can of worms can stay firmly closed. Thank you very much for that. But I we do like a murder mystery every Boxing Day with my family. Normally, when I'm not working in theatres, which is every year, but. Boxing Day, we do like a murder mystery. And like, I've definitely played my brother's wife before. <laughs> Let's just finish there, Michael. <laughs> Thank you yet again for listening. And remember, while Bake Off finishes next week, this series, we'll be diving straight into last year's series in just two weeks. So get revising, everyone. Yes, indeed. And now is a great time to join our OnlyFans, where there's loads of extra gossip, a behind-the-scenes insight, as well as some cracking recipes if we do so ourselves, including an amaretti biscuit, which is quite similar to this week's Kraken or octopus thing. Anyway, you can join us over there for the price of a coffee. Just check out patreon.com forward stroke sticky bun boys. You're also using it a bit as a dating confessional, aren't you, Michael? <laughs> I need all the help I can get, David, at this point. That's true. Anyway, keep telling your friends, families, lovers, exes, and cousins about the <laughs> podcast and send in your stories, questions, and taste tests. I love those to stickybunboys at gmail.com or pop us a message on socials at stickybunboys. So we'll see you next week where the winner is crowned. The lucky thing, they will win. Well, they'll, they'll win nothing. Yeah, it's literally just a plate. But we will also be crowning our very own Miss Congeniality for the season. So send in those votes. Maybe we'll give them a plate too. Yeah, from Ikea, naturally. So we'll see you next week. Keep them sticky. Ready for the boring bit? Let's go. The Sticky Bun Boys are not endorsed by or affiliated with Love Productions, The Great British Bake Off, or any of its subsidiaries. All views and opinions are our own. The Great British Bake Off and all related content are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Very professional, David. In one breath. (laughs) We're all just having a bit of fun, aren't we? (laughs) Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.